Hi there, I'm Jonathan Healy. Thanks for joining us. Love is very much in the air on this week's podcast because it's the time of year where some hatch intricate plans to show their other half how much they love them. Others scramble for the last bunch of flowers in the petrol station. But one thing is for sure, there's money in love. Welcome to the Red Business Valentine Special. The Red Business Podcast with CompuB. Building your business with premium Apple solutions. CompuB.com Love is in the air Everywhere I look around Love is in the air Every sight and every sound the first port of call is always the florist on Valentine's and we are standing in one of the finest florists in Cork. Now, the best of buds in the Winthrop Arcade, Carol Horgan, how are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. I'm in the mood for love. You are in the mood for love and uh, that is expressed here by getting things ready. So are you at the preparation stage right now before Valentine's? Major preparation going on. I think a lot of people, they really don't appreciate the amount of work that goes in. Some people come in and they say, my God, I have job envy. I would love to have your job and you think yeah come in at Christmas time or at Valentine's so yes a tremendous amount of prep work for our flowers um, with our team but there's even more prep work going into the wonderful gentlemen who are putting in the orders so um, they're giving us orders and they're taking orders as well the poor old creatures but they're fantastic now when I came in you were preparing hat boxes now I would have considered a hat box something where you put your hat but you have decided to put flowers in say. yes indeed it's a signature piece to our um, shop and it is a beautiful hat box um, opened with cascading blooms for the season um, in it. So they're absolutely gorgeous and they're one of our best sellers. Hard to put together I'm guessing. Um, you know what? Time consuming but worth it. You can see that it's very very different and it takes away from the, the water and the tissue and the box and the hassle for some people on Valentine's Day because if they receive flowers at work it's kind of they think how oh, am I going to get that in the home in the bus or the car whereas they can put this under their arm and it can sit in their bedroom or their hall or their kitchen or wherever. You can't close the box though presumably. Can't no, you? No, you no, can't. no you no, can't. No, yes because you wash the flowers. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Welcome on do you want to come work with us for Valentine's? I, I, I might try my hand at it before we leave. Um, when is the busiest time when it comes to Valentine's? I mean, is it 5 o'clock on the 14th or do men um, traditionally have a bit more prep time? Um, traditionally, yes, they do. The men are absolutely fantastic. And I think, you know, I'm campaigning something different this year because a lot of people come in and think men are legally lost, um, the guilt bouquets. And you know what? You get a bit tired of that story attached I like the guilt to the bouquets. men. They've, got, they've gotten me out of a lot of difficulty over the years. Have they? Really? Oh. Um, but a lot of men, um, yes, they, they do organise themselves well in advance of Valentine's. Well in advance of Valentine's. And um, they come in with chocolates. They come in with all different sort of trinkets that they want, um, including in their flowers. Do men know what they want? So do they know that um, my dearest darling girlfriend loves orchids so please put orchids in or do they know she really hates white roses so don't put a white rose in um, have men become a bit more sophisticated in choosing the flowers to be fair yes with a little bit of guidance and i think to be fair they they say i want a beautiful bouquet and we'll we'll go with a florist choice and say is this something that you think she'd like and um, they're well up for that so um yeah they're very very well informed and uh, they're up for it but i would say as well that you know um people would think traditionally that it's men come through our store all day long every day uh, 
prior to Valentine's. But women come in as well. We have we had one little customer last year. She came in and she said her nan and granddad had been married for 50 years. And she said my granddad, since he was going out with my nan, used to send her a big bunch of irises every Valentine's. The granddad had passed away during the year and she said I want to continue that tradition. So she sent flowers to her nan. And you have girlfriends coming in and they say, you know, my girlfriend dug me out so many times this year. She's fantastic. I love her to bits. And Valentine's all about love. So it's not just about the men. No, it doesn't. And it, it, we live in a modern world where it we can do. go any any number of ways. Indeed. And that was a lovely story about the nana, though, wasn't, wasn't it? it? When you wasn't hear things lovely? like that, mm. it, it really is important. Um, we know that there's obviously more than one place to buy flowers. While everybody, of course, should go to Best of Buds. Yes, of course. Other flowers are available. And the supermarkets have started particularly around Valentine's. I think one of the German discounters has um, something like a hundred roses for I don't know, probably threepence or something like that. Yes, I mean, yes. do you worry that uh, people will start, you know, really I don't not really. giving your type of no, flowers? No, I don't. I don't. Because I think it's a bit like, um, it's like anything. There's a market for everybody. There's a store choice for everybody. Um, you know, you can go to Penny's and buy a little dress. You can go to BT's and buy a dress. But if you go home for, on Valentine's with some flowers from a garage, um, some, <laughs> some people might be a bit perturbed by that or if you get it from a supermarket. But I think there's room for everybody. My motto in life is mind your own business. I'm certainly minding mine. I hope the others mind theirs and I hope we all have a great Valentine's. So Valentine's is your big, big day. But what are the other big days throughout the year? Other big days, um, like Christmas time, Mother's Day is coming up on the 11th of March. Um, we have, a, as, as long as there are babies being born in the CUH, we're sending flowers there. Sadly, people pass away and we have to do flowers for that. And um, we do lots of weddings, engagements. Um, we had a gentleman in during the week. I thought he was kind of from the set of Cinderella. And he came in with one shoe. And he said, um, I wonder, can you do something for me? And we said, what's that? And he I said, see, that's the kind of fellow I'd be very wary of. Yeah, no, no, listen to this. It's a gorgeous story. You're going to love it. He came in and he had one shoe and it was a Jimmy Choo shoe. Oh, an expensive and, shoe. Absolutely. But the thing is, he only had one. And he said, I'll make it quick. He said, we were at a wedding last year. We had a royal of a time, he said. Um, we danced and we sipped champagne to the early hours. He said, got up the next day, he said, and the wife, lots of men call the, win, the, the wife the wife. So he said, the wife had only one shoe. He said, she lost the shoe somewhere on the, the complex. Yes. So he said, the strange thing is, she wouldn't, turn, she wouldn't throw out the left shoe which she had. So he said, can you do something with the shoe for Valentine's? Because it's in the wardrobe, it's looking very, very lonesome. So we're going to create something beautiful around the Jimmy Choo shoe for Valentine's. <laughs> I like the idea. Mm. And again, romance is not dead by any stretch of the imagination. I love your shop, by the way. The Winthrop Arcade is a real old building. And you have done something really clever with this. The history of this place, what was here yes, before you? Yes, yes, You know what, this is Ireland's first Watch out Dublin, it's Ireland's first shopping mall concept. And in 1926, some wise old people put this together and put um, a cluster of shops under one roof. So in 1926, this was born, built, created. And um, I think it has gone through the decades and everybody in Cork um, can remember when there was a, a sweet shop here, a shoe shop here, a bridal shop here, um, a little leather glove and handbag shop here. And we get lots of stories through the arcade. In fact, I heard somebody used to live upstairs and in one of the rooms upstairs, there's a little fireplace, it's a little room, and they told me the caretakers of this arcade used to live upstairs. On site. Yes, which is a beautiful little story. Yeah. So when we're working upstairs in the rooms, um, you kind of wonder how many different people went over the 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 
the doorway yeah. to um, to occupy this building over the decades. Well, you've made great use of the space uh, here with all the flowers, and it looks so amazing. I mean, most of this is actually living, I'm, particularly at the front yes. of the shop. There are yes, all yes, the real yes, flowers yes, that yes, are going yes. to be sold. Yes. Uh, I'm going to ask everybody the same question, Carol, if I can. Yes. What Am I married? Not yet. <laughs> no, but you presumably have had romantic experiences over the years. What was the most romantic thing that ever happened to you on Valentine's Day? That ever happened to me on Valentine's yeah. Day? Growing up, I always said I wanted to be a drummer. I said I'd love to be a drummer. I don't know whether it was to let off my excess energy or whatever <laughs> it was, but I went home on Valentine's and um, there was an entire drum kit in the in the study waiting for me. Somebody gave you a drum kit for Valentine's An entire drum kit. That, that, that was true love, except for the neighbours, who presumably had to listen to you playing the no, drums. No, I kind of lived out in the wild oh, at the so. time. But sure, you know what, I just played with it for about two or three days, as you do. And then I said, <laughs> I'm sort of fed up with that now. It's taking up a lot of space, and there's, there's a bit more to being a drummer than well, Slamming all I can say is uh, you turned your hand to being a florist instead and it has gone from, from strength to yes. strength since. Yes. Carol Hogan from Best of Buds in the Winthrop Arcade. Have a great Valentine's Day and thank you for talking and to us And you too. Lots of love out there. Take care. Bye. The Red Business Podcast with CompuB Business. Improving productivity with the latest Apple technology. CompuB.com Well, we have the flowers booked and the next obvious thing to do is book the restaurant and no better restaurant to book than the Dockland restaurant down on Laps Quay and with me is the co-owner of Same, Beth Houghton. Beth, how are you? Great, thank you. Nice to meet you. It is a really nice spot. You have put a lot of money into this in the last little while, haven't you? Yes, absolutely. We um, closed our restaurant in um, October of last year and we reopened with a brand new restaurant and a whole new sort of concept and it's been wonderful. Thank you. People would have known this as Club Brasserie. Um, so when did you open Club Brasserie? We opened uh, Club Brasserie back in 2007. So we opened at the perfect timing just before the Absolutely. recession. Absolutely. That's, that's the ideal <laughs> yes. time to open a new business, isn't it? So Absolutely. tough few years? Very tough. Very hard. Um, and as most people tell you, the restaurant business isn't the easiest of businesses anyway. So if you go into it, I think you really have to believe in what you do because it's going to be hard work. And certainly with the recession, it was incredibly hard work. Was it hard? to get people through the door when that level of disposable income that would allow for regular trips to somewhere like this when that money wasn't there? Um, absolutely and I think our, the main reason we survived was through working very hard we painted the restaurant ourselves we redecorated ourselves um, and we had a very loyal customer base who really um, came back to us again and again and probably without them we wouldn't have survived. Um, but then you decided now is the time to reinvest. We are in the Docklands. We've got one Albert Key across the way. There's the new O'Callaghan properties building next to it, and they're going to keep going south of that. This is kind of the up and coming quarter, isn't it? Um, I think so. I think, you know, that people who come in from abroad, when they see the area, they go, oh my God, if this was in Sydney, in Australia, or in London, the place would just be booming because it's such a lovely location. We're on the water, we're sort of close to the harbour, um, and it is, and it should be a very vibrant area. I think for us, we knew maybe three years ago that the tide was turning as well and how people eat and how they want to entertain or how they want to go out. So I think it's very much about people want to spend as little or as much as they want. And I think that's what we knew even three years ago. We hatched a plan that we would try and do something that was new and that also gave people to spend five euros or 50 euros. Well, the one thing that I noticed when when you walk through the doors, you've got that little lovely deli area. So you are presumably getting the people who want to eat at the desk and those who 
like themselves a little bit more and want to eat down and, ha- and, and sit down and have a meal. So you're, you're hitting both markets. That's it. And I think that's what we kind of wanted for daytime. And then for nighttime, we wanted the restaurant to be the kind of place that somebody could come in and have a glass of wine and have a few small bites. We don't call them tappers, even I suppose they are tappers, but I suppose you know, tappers is such a, a trendy word at the moment. And we just wanted the idea that we opened up the menu that people could come in and have a few little bits to eat or have a delicious ribeye steak if they wanted to have that um, as well and then our price point very much basing it that it would appeal a broad spectrum from you know anyone's pocket that you could afford to come in and have something lovely to eat well you've had 10 years here of valentine's nights uh, so presumably you've tried a few different tricks over the years to get people in Is, is it something you have to promote particularly hard or do people still treat this as well I'm going to have to do something so let's yeah. go to a restaurant like this um, I think I think there, there's a, a mixture of both and I think we've done um, both things I think that obviously social media has changed um, an awful lot of how people even advertise themselves if it's a restaurant for something like Valentine's Day for us because obviously we're brand new and um, we're looking at it slightly differently just because we're we're learning and we are trying to decide what way we wanted to go so we've been very much a little bit sort of letting people find us um, and the response has been great and um, so we are going to make sure people have a lovely night um, I think because it's both men and women coming in together and sometimes the women might like one thing and the, the men like something else and, and it is you know, not about being politically correct because that is the truth sorry to anyone i'm offending but that is the case well, or in any partnership there's often one person who likes something one way and well, I, I somebody find else when i go to a restaurant like this and i sit down with my good lady wife uh, i'll order first and then she'll order exactly the same thing as me and that that's yeah. something that tends to kind of happen a lot when we're out maybe, maybe yeah. we're unique aren't we well no you're not because i normally wait to see what my husband orders because i'm like going well i actually really wanted that and then i go can i have a bit of yours and he goes no it's easier just to roll with the punches <laughs> yeah and, and just absolutely. do it that way have you seen romantic gestures in the restaurant yes. over the years we've what had, have you we've had we've had two engagements um, which were fantastic positive and results absolutely positive um, and they were wonderful and they had us all crying um, so this year I, I'm not really sure I quite like this where we have one or two larger groups booked in um, next week and somebody rang and said is this a good idea and I said absolutely because I think it makes it nicer for the couples coming in it changes the demographics in the sense that you don't feel under pressure so you're not staring into the loved one's eyes all evening you well, actually there's, have there's conversations other things, and there's other things kind of going on around as well so you know we do have a valentine's menu but again we're not saying to people you have to have that what constitutes a valentine's menu is there such a thing as romantic food well there is but i think that for a lot of people if romantic food is, is, is oysters then a lot of people aren't going to eat them so you know we're not stupid that, and that, sort that of, would ruin my evening I'm yeah. not a fan of oysters yes so yeah. we, we don't go down that route we have a menu of people who want to come in and they want to have um, we're doing a Valentine's uh, cocktail and then we have starter choice of starters mains and desserts and tea and coffee so we have that menu there if people choose to go that but we're not forcing it on people mm. because again I think if people want to come out a lot of couples who come out on Valentine's night mightn't be eating out all the time so it's a special night for them so I want them to be able to make the choice of what they want to have. You have to get it right. Um, There's a lot of competition though. Yes. Uh, When when we look at how the restaurant landscape has changed we've lost a lot of good restaurants Mm -hmm. over the last 12 months. Fens Key probably the one that most people would think of. Uh, is it is it harder to try and get people through the doors for those big occasions? Never mind um, the common I, I'm sure. 
in some ways they are that it is only because I think people are eating out more so I don't think you know like for most people that people are eating out whether it's a takeaway whether it's a pizza whether it's a, a quick something on the go so people are eating out you know more but then there are people that it is a really important night so for us all you know we want is that we have a really beautiful room and we will have lovely music and we will have nice candles and we will have smiling staff and hopefully <laughs> everyone that comes in will be so loved up they won't notice anything so else you, you become, if you're in love you don't see you don't see anything no you, you will be straight in and, and hopefully you won't be the one that's battered over the head and told you have to bring me up for yeah exactly god, god forbid that might yeah. happen now of course you share uh, this business with Harold yes who is your partner yes. of many many years many years um, can you tell me what the most romantic gesture Harold has ever made is oh gosh <laughs> this is a very that's difficult really, question that's, that's going to be really hard I'm trying to think actually he's, he's very good he, he's, he's not that he's a, a real romantic but um, I know he really appreciates me and the fact that we work together and you know the main thing is we don't get away very often but whenever we have got away we actually always have really good fun and I think that kind of says everything um, so that's so, the romance. There's always a good bit of romance uh, running yeah, through the he's year. Not, yeah, he's not. He's not sort of a bunch of flowers kind of a, a guy. But if he had loads of money, I know that he'd buy me a great car. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know where the bar has been set, yeah. Harold, uh, yeah. and enjoy. Beth Houghton, it has been an absolute pleasure, and the restaurant looks absolutely fabulous. It's Dockland Restaurant. It's down uh, the old club brasserie on Laps Quay. The very best of luck to yourself and Harold. And uh, here's hoping for a bumper Valentine's night. Thank you for having me. Thank you. The Red Business Podcast with CompuBee. Technology and solutions for your business. CompuB.com. So that's the flower sorted and the restaurant as well. But there are those out there who go the whole hog and might bring their partner for a weekend away. And no better location than the Radisson Blue Hotel down in Little Island. Colette Walsh is the sales and marketing director. She's with me now. Hi, Colette. Hello. Love is in the air. It's it certainly is. It's everywhere. It's isn't everywhere. It? Yeah. It is always love in Little Island. <laughs> I've never heard that expression used before <laughs> with a straight face, but there you have it. Um, you go big. Absolutely. I suppose we're very fortunate when you work in a hotel, you get the opportunity to embrace all seasons, all occasions in the hotel. But one of my favourite has got to be Valentine's Day or Valentine's Week, Valentine's Weekend, because it goes on for a whole week in our hotel. Uh, Depends on the day of the week that it falls on, whether it's a weekend or a midweek. So we're very fortunate in that there's a couple of outlets that it can be celebrated in. We have our fantastic and gorgeous Maestro's restaurant. We're doing a special dinner that week um, for two people. It's Prosecco, one arrival. It's a set menu and a rose for Whoever, whoever wants whoever it. Wants yes, it. Exactly. It, it, there's nothing, nothing to suggest it should go to the lady. The man might very well want it absolutely, in these modern times. Absolutely. Uh, we also have our gorgeous retreat spa. So a lot of gift vouchers are purchased there. Uh, with our spa, we've got Elements products. We've got half-day pamper packages, full days, individual uh, treatments as well. So very, very popular on the day itself with last-minute panic where I haven't got a gift. I better go and get something fast. So it always goes down very now, well. Th- those spa vouchers do they normally extend only to the lady in the couple or are you seeing Both. more and more we have men a lot of males the using door? the retreat spa. see men wouldn't have traditionally gone to the spa that would have been a girly thing but we are kind of over that now, we're well we? over that and there's an array of treatments that they can have um for massages a lot of facials uh spray see, tan I, I, Sunbeds and waxing. You've oh, you've lost me completely. I I have had the massage, the 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 neck and shoulder massage. It's all very nice and very relaxing. Who goes for a male facial? 
I couldn't say. A lady never tells. <laughs> but they we do go. They do. Absolutely. We have a lot of repeat regular male uh, customers who come for facials. Uh, they come for massage quite a lot. A lot of spray tan, sunbed and waxing. Yes, now the waxing would not be a very romantic thing for Valentine's. No, it wouldn't, unless they're in preparation for Yes, it. indeed. Well, that, that could be the other side of it. And that would then probably lead on to what we'll talk about next, which is the hotel the side hotel of the business. The hotel then, for the weekend, very, very busy. We do a fantastic package. We can do one night dinner, bed and breakfast, two nights dinner, bed and breakfast. Uh, people really make a whole occasion of it. Do you get special requests from people who are saying, yes, I am bringing my absolutely. loved one, I want... 12 roses dotted around the room. For sure. Or we had um, a wedding proposal last year and the chef had to get involved in that to put the ring into the dessert. Uh, what so would happen if the, if the bride-to-be accidentally ate the ring? I mean, oh, th- that would be an issue. Panic stations I'm presuming that your man would have been watching very closely. I think so, yeah. So it was great um, and he was very thoughtful and put a lot of effort into it and he spoke to the staff in advance. Uh, so we've had a few of those. Was it a successful It both. was, Good. thank goodness, yeah. Good. Uh, it was, it was great. Uh, we've had others where they wanted in a champagne flute or that they wanted petals on the bed. Um, you know, just all those sorts of things. We have a lot of weddings as well uh, around Valentine's weekend. Because I would have thought that would be traditionally not a weekend to get married, a bit cliched. No, a lot of weddings. Um, for the romantics out there, they want to get married around Valentine's Day or if it falls around their birthday. Uh, so Valentine's weekend is quite popular. I would imagine that this particular Valentine's Day is manna from heaven for yeah, industries like yours because it, it falls on a Wednesday, yes. which means that both weekends are in play. Both weekends are in play. So we've got people that are coming the weekend before, the weekend after. Uh, there's a great buzz and atmosphere around and I suppose when people come to our hotel in the Madison at Island they don't move because you've everything under one roof so you very easily accessible free complimentary car parking and then under the roof you have your um, fabulous restaurant the Banks Bar which has recently been refurbished as well the retreat spa our bedrooms are fantastic complimentary Wi-Fi throughout the whole hotel your super buffy breakfast and even just to sit back, relax, we have a fantastic afternoon tea with our spa treatments as well. So it's a one-stop shop. You don't need to move. Now, answer this honestly, Colette, because yes. I know you've worked in the hotel for a number of years. Yes. How many fights happen on Valentine's Day where it starts so well and that you have all these wonderful, you know, the, the effort is made and then something is said and it all spirals out of control? There's Do you ever have to act as counsellor? No, I haven't. Uh, maybe our bar staff do, <laughs> where the poor male in the relationship is left in the bar saying, I can't keep her happy. Or, you know, there, there has, without a shadow of a doubt, there's always been the odds. As happens. As happens, as is life. yeah. But for the most part, they're happy. Most counsel. of it, yeah. I suppose people are looking forward to it. It's been planned well in advance. Um, they know what their itinerary is going to be for the weekend. Um, so they're really looking forward to the making it as an occasion. It's a special occasion. Look, yeah. how is business in general? Because the hotel trade, it obviously would have had a difficult time during the downturn. But, I mean, the message we're getting all the time is that hotels yeah. are busy, busy, busy right now. They are. And I suppose in particularly for ourselves, 2017 was a fantastic year. Um, this year is looking very good as well with an amazing January and it's always super when you have a good start to the year um, so I think you know the industry is back up it's a boom in Cork City Centre there's a lot going on but I suppose for us you're not Cork City Centre you're no, a good we're not. outside Cork we City Centre we are but I suppose what we're fortunate in that we're very 
diverse. So Monday to Thursday, we're very corporate and conference orientated because we are in a business park. There's so many companies around us and it's thriving. There's so many large companies. There's investment going into Little Island from both uh, a corporate side and a leisure and personal side with the likes of uh, shops opening up and, you know, different outlets. Uh, then come Thursday, completely different mix coming into the hotel. We have a lot of weddings, a lot of charity dances, fundraising events, christenings, um, Christmas parties. Uh, I have very little availability for Christmas <laughs> yeah. 2019. It's only very little availability to do anything else. Work I gives you busy more than anything is. else. I have to finish by asking yes. the question I've asked everybody else. What, from the bowels of your memory, was the most romantic thing that ever happened to you on Valentine's Day? Oh, my goodness. I, is my husband, Brian, listening? Uh, <laughs> it didn't have to have been Brian. It could have been someone else. <laughs> most romantic thing on Valentine's Day. Oh... I suppose it was that fabulous bag that I had my eye on for quite a while and was dropping heavy hints and a little bit disappointed I didn't get for Christmas but it arrived on Valentine's Day. See, it was always a plan. I always had faith in Brian (laughs) from day one. Colette Walsh, Sales and Marketing Director at the Radisson Blue Hotel in Little Island. Thank Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Take care. My thanks to all my guests and happy Valentine's Day. The producer was Neil Hennessy. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and we'll catch you on the next one. Love is in the air Love is in the air The Red Business Podcast with CompuB Building your business with premium Apple solutions CompuB.com Actually, before I go, and while I have you, why don't you check out another podcast from the good people at CompuB? It's called At The Core. It's all about how new technology is changing our lives. And on the first episode, we feature Monster Rugby. Starting out from a VHS scenario into DVD, into the technology, or into the digital age, I mean, iPads have brought a new dimension to what we can do live within the game. Um, from getting video feeds down to the touchline from a medical point of view to our, our changing performance point of view. It's um, it's growing, it's getting um, bigger and bigger and, and, and with, with change we have to adapt quickly to it. You learn about the game a bit more. Um, I think somewhere, some places where you think you were running full, full pace um, and you see the stats back and you see you weren't, um, you remember that feeling so next time you push yourself a bit harder and um, it's also good just to see how hard you work in a game and, and, and where you could have maybe used your energy more efficiently and where you could have maybe rested a bit more and to push harder somewhere else so um, yeah I think um, the GPS uh, is like a constant reminder that uh, the boss is looking at you and you need to perform you, know? <laughs> you can download and subscribe to At The Core on iTunes right now <laughs>